0: Welcome back to the Beyond the Palm podcast. My name is Terry. I'm joined as usual by Arif and Yosef. And we have a special guest this week, Jamie Dappa, the Equality, Diversity, and Inclusion Coordinator at Fulham Football Club. We're going to discuss Patrick Vieira's comments on the lack of black coaches in Europe's top five leagues and just talk about how we're going to add some diversity into football in general. So let's get straight into it.
1: Recently, Patrick Vieira, the only black manager in the Premier League, has uh, spoken about how there needs to be more diversity in management for uh, black coaches. In particular, the quote was, he said, the doors are not open for us to show what we can do and to go into management. And when I'm talking about the team, I'm talking about the higher level as well. And, you know, that that's something which is even more obvious because, I mean, I don't even have to think about it. There are no black owners. In, in the prep it's not something you have to uh like look into and um the stats are that uh while forty three percent of prem players are black only four point four percent and you know it is that disconnect and you know something that I want to touch to that was recently spoken about was uh I think it was a match of the day as Ashley Williams speaking about how in his experience one of the things he said was at times there can be a bit of a disconnect between uh the hierarchy and the, the players and that's something that could you know naturally lead to um issues in like the, the link because obviously when they're thinking who should we who should we let's say uh you know what players we want to give our coaching badges what players we want to maybe bring back for that call that interview they're going to think about the ones maybe they're a bit more friendly with, a bit more buddy buddy with. I mean, of the first people I think to, that comes to mind is think about, let's say, of an ownership, how, you know, Roman Abramovich was like really close to Terry, really close to Czech, really close to Lampard. Like Lampard was on his yacht, you know? And I guess the thing is why, I guess if it's maybe culturally or something like that, but I, I ain't never seen Drogba on the yacht. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I see Lampard on the yacht. I see Drogba on i don't see him on the yacht so I maybe it is a cultural thing but uh you know jamie i would be curious just to see you know your experiences like sort of the what's the relationship like at boardroom level
2: um yeah at boardroom level to be honest at fulham i'm quite lucky because we have that dialogue and i'm able to speak directly with the ceos and those in the senior leadership team so for me my experience at Fulham, it may be quite different to the generic view that football's portrayed or football has um, in its majority. So, yeah, I'm able to have direct communication with our CEO. He, he, he takes um, quality diversity and inclusion very seriously. He answers me questions. What can we do next to improve um, the, the diversity of our workforce? So for me at Fulham, the buy in is there. And I think when you allude to culture, a culture shift, there needs to be more conversations with those within the workforce and the senior leadership teams. I think when you open up that conversation and that pathway to an agenda or this agenda, which we're talking about um, in, in detail today, I think it's communication, um, sharing best practices, sharing lived experiences and having that opportunity to learn from one another. I think when we speak about culture people don't buy into people because they don't know they can't relate to that experience they're not aware they're not educated around that that agenda or idea so it's about opening up those conversations Um, and for me I'm lucky enough to to have that direct pathway to the senior leadership team and sometimes ask them questions and sometimes learn from them as well and or ask them their thought processing around certain decisions and then you build that rapport through, through, through that avenue. And I think it's important to continue to ask questions. I'm someone that asks questions. Um, so once you ask questions, you learn more information. So one thing I would encourage people to do is ask people questions so that you can learn more.
3: Perfectly put there, uh, Man. Firstly, I'd like to say it's a pleasure having you on. I'd just like to ask you more just generally about Vieira's comments, saying how um, he feels there's a lack of connection with coaches of colour getting into the football, especially the top tiers of European football. And he's saying it may be changing at uh, grassroots level, but at the elite level, it hasn't happened yet. And what I found particularly interesting is this is not a random black... This is Patrick Vieira saying this. And he is arguably one of the greatest Premier League players ever. And he's saying he still feels like there's a bit of disconnect and he doesn't want to be seen as the black coach. He just wants to be seen as a good coach, which I think... Um, so far Crystal Palace he's done pretty well for himself
2: Um, so yeah just generally about the comments what are your thoughts on it Jamie? Patrick Vieira i would grown up watching him absolute top 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 player Um, one that inspired me to go out there and play football and express myself and my personality so definitely someone that I look up to Um, when we speak about the connection I do get it because there's a lack of black coaches and when he says when he mentions the fact of he doesn't want to be deemed as someone that's good for a black coach 100% get it. he's a top coach and it's, it's left as that um, but it's about everyone in society getting rid of this stigma of he's doing well for a black coach because there's a lack of black coaches no to be honest Chris Palace are doing really well uh, and he has uh, he's done really well he's tactically great he's man-to-man management I see it through the television and And I've been to a Palace game this season as well. He seems very, very good. The players are playing for him. So he's a very good manager. I think there is obviously going to be that disconnection because there's a lack of black or ethnic minority coaches just because there is a lack of them. And there's so much players, 44%, you said, um, in the Premier League, of course, that lived experience and that shared experience is going to be quite different just because there's different people coming from different backgrounds and the majority predominantly are white um, coaches and I think now we're seeing schemes and initiatives to introduce more people of colour into the game which is great but I feel like, yes, it is positive action, but I don't think these individuals should get the job just because of what colour or race they are. They should get it on merit and what they can bring to the table. And there's a lot of great coaches out there who don't need to go through a scheme, who need to be paid correctly, paid just like a normal staff member, not going through schemes. But it's good. We have to start from somewhere. So I think it's good that these initiatives and positive actions and these schemes are put in place. But hundred percent, there is definitely a disconnection, and you will of of course you're. It's it goes without saying you're gonna see a disconnection because you get a black player with a white coach. Maybe struggle to click, struggle to relate to each other just because they're from different experiences. Jokes probably don't 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 go click or click the same way. They don't understand each other on a cultural basis just because they're from two different worlds. So. The comment is valid, to be honest. And I feel like he doesn't want to feel... Vieira doesn't want to feel the responsibility of being that black coach that talks for everyone. Because that's too much pressure. He's a good coach. Let him get on with his job. And he can inspire those emerging coaches that come beyond him, him, after him. To be honest with you, it's good that Vieira's in the post because those that want to be managers at a later date can say, do you know what? There's someone that looks like me. There's someone that looks like me. In in the Premier League, that is thriving and doing well and matching up with the elite. So for me, it's positive that he has the, the platform to speak out as well. I think it's for, for us to continue the conversation to see how we can look at how more coaches and managers can get involved in the game. Does that mean more schemes? Does that mean more apprenticeships? Does that mean? I don't know. But we definitely need to progress this conversation because there's been a lack of diversity in the, in the management section for, for quite a long time now. Something that you
3: mentioned that I find really interesting is we do need a lot of uh, these sort of schemes and sort of almost promoting people of colour to get more into sport. But as you also mentioned, it's not like it isn't there. There's a huge pool of people of colour that love football. As you can see from um, current players, as you said, I believe uh, 44% of the um, current plays in the Premier League are of of colour so I think it shows that there is a love for the game but it just goes I guess after your retirement what do they do and then if you unfortunately for us we were never good enough to play at the Premier League level but we still have a love for the game it's just how do you get those people also into the game and while you you are on the football side myself Joseph, and Terry are almost more on the media side and unfortunately there's that the same issue is present there as well it is majority white and uh Yeah, it's interesting that you do mention a culture clash because that is present and it's something you touched on earlier which is I think a lot of people do neglect is sometimes you just have to accept it and speak your mind, not in a negative way but just be confident in yourself that you are qualified for the position, you are here on merit and you deserve this opportunity and it's just that I'd like to hope we're at a stage where this is the almost uh tip of, not the tip of ice, but the breaking point where it's everything, there's going to be a massive cultural shift. But yeah, I, th- I think you worded it
2: perfectly. And it's about positive representation as well. If we have more relatable leaders and diverse leaders, those that are younger or maybe coming into the game at a later date, have something to look up to and have something to in- be inspired by. If you can see it, you can believe it. If you can see it, you can achieve it. So... Those are my slogans. So visibility is so, so important. And I think we need to encourage these individuals within football, within sport, to get into these roles so that they can inspire the the younger generation. I'm in quality diversity and inclusion. Seven, 10 to 10 years ago, this role didn't exist just because things in society and social injustices that have happened within the world, like George Floyd's passing away, we've addressed the agenda. And I think it's important for the different roles in football to be available as well. Like you're saying, saying media, you guys love football and you're in media, media. What about you guys getting involved in a club and different opportunities in, in, in football as well? You don't have to always do it freelance or independent. Why don't you join an organisation and do something you love? That is a role in itself. We see doctors at football clubs. We see lawyers at football clubs. We see... Uh, Policy managers at football clubs We see physiotherapists We see so many different roles That people go to university and study for But you can go to university and study for that But match it and link it into something you love Which is football You're definitely going to enjoy your job more, right? So um, it's about making these roles available to everyone In the different communities So that they can apply for them Because what we see is a lack of applications From diverse individuals from different different ethnic minorities as well so we say oh there's there's lack of diversity there's lack of diversity and there is but there's a lack of applicants as well why is that do they not have the blueprint how to be a successful applicant is that something we need to address do we need to go into these communities and help them and advise them how to be the rightful applicant to pass an interviewing stage stage um process So I think there's loads of things that we can address within that to
0: improve the diversity in football and sport. Well, you were just talking about kind of how we need to add diversity and obviously that's in your job title. So I was wondering, um, basically with diversity, how, how do we get people into these positions? I know we talked about schemes and other things of that nature, but what else do you think you could do? Not you, well, maybe you as your job, but just clubs in general. And what could we do to also get people... Not just coaches, but people just in other high-ranking positions are just in the door in general. And Do we need to get people at the top or is it just a gradual, slowly, slowly, keep working our way up kind of thing?
2: I think it's breaking barriers. I think once you break barriers and you achieve and you see positive, diverse, relatable leaders achieving in a positive light, that will gradually just inspire those that come after them. So it's, a, it's those within the sport who are off-ethnic minorities to be positive influences. I think positive role models are positive influence and inspire those that come after him or her at a later date. I think once you see one like Vieira's doing now, Vieira has a platform and he's galvanising a whole community because he's like, you know what, we need to address this. And not to say we're putting all the pressure on Vieira to drag all the coaches, black coaches or Asian coaches through the door. But he's speaking out and he's having a positive influence to a community he's achieving and he's also relating and engaging within that community as well. So I think it's important for us who are in the sport to be relatable leaders and to give off that positive energy and to advise positively and also inspire the youth. So for me, we can do that for one. Two, we can go out into the community, see what's going on. Why Why is there lack of diversity in workforces? We get the data, we scrutinise the data, and then we look to see how we can get more diversity within the workflow, workforce as well. Is that engaging in different communities? Is that holding functions in different communities? Is that sending out job portals and letters in different communities? And going out to tell them what we do on a day-to-day basis. Some people don't know what equality, diversity, and inclusion means in football. They just, oh, what's that? EDI? What, what, what is that? What what do you do? What does that mean? If I say I'm quality diversity, and inclusion coordinator at Fulham Football Club, oh, great, it sounds good. What would what, what you do, though? It's about us explaining what we do to people as well, so they can understand and go, oh, my God, that's a great job. That's amazing. I'd love to do that. It's about understanding. So I think we need to... Get some clarity on what people do within football and how we can engage with different communities. I
1: like the idea we mentioned about the lack of applicants in the first place because I think that is a, that is a factor. I think in in so many walks of life for people of color where, you know, we were talking a bit before we started recording about about confidence, and you know, there's a bit of a fear, a bit of doubt, and I'm, I'm wondering, does that become almost like a like a self fulfilling circle in the sense that, you know, let's say they see they they see the lack of representation, so then they don't apply, which leads to lack of representation, and then even worse, they think they're not going to get a job. And if they see, let's say, you know, God God forbid, that like something like Vieira gets relegated or something happens where he gets sacked, and or you know people think he wasn't given enough time, then, cause that's, how do you then navigate that or how do you investigate what happens like or you know whether black managers being sacked earlier because i think the statistics in stuff like this i think has shown that i think on average black managers are are given less time than white managers and i don't it's just how do you change sort of the mindset around it i know i've asked you quite a difficult question but just that whole so both for, for the people applying and also those in the boardroom who are picking the applicants
2: i think it's going to differ at club to club and different organizations how they do do things but i think it's important to just try and do the best you can um with the work or challenge you have in front of you i think if you have a challenge to increase the diversity in your workforce try and address that try and Be a person that people that you're trying to recruit can relate to. So when you're recruiting them, be positive, encourage them. If they don't get a job, offer an aftercare service where you say, look, you were nearly there. You didn't score these points. However, I think you've got this, this, this and this right. Maybe next time use this approach. And I think if we advise through that way, that we'll start seeing these individuals be better at the interviewing process. I think it's about not taking a chance but I think it's giving people opportunities as well I think it's important to give people opportunities to thrive to learn um I wasn't always capable the way not saying I'm the most capable but I'm just saying the way I am now I wasn't always like this it was a gradual process I had to learn I had to understand I had to go through some processes where i would got things wrong and take it back and correct it and you always have to learn so you have to give people opportunities to make mistakes so that they can learn from it And I feel if we give people the opportunity to learn within the workforce and within football, then it'll be more of a diverse space. So when you allude to giving a manager time, all managers make mistakes. All managers get the tactics wrong sometimes. That's why they lose games because all the players weren't playing in the right position. All different functions and different reasoning why people lose games. But I think giving people the opportunity to learn from some of the mistakes they've made, I think is important. We know football, elite level, Premier League, it's it's cutthroat. We know. And I, I don't think that's going to change. Somewhat arguably, do, do people get sacked earlier because of their colour? Maybe in some cases, but you've seen a lot of managers who are of a different ethnicity who have been there a short spell and get sacked. So as I always say, try and be the best you can and the positivity will follow so if you focus on doing the best you can and the best job at hand then positivity will follow so I like to focus on the positives Um, but we need to encourage people to learn from what they do so even if you're in I don't know a successful spell learn from the small mistakes you maybe just got away with as well so that you can constantly be better and I think if you have that approach and that methodology you'll give yourself the ability to stay in these posts or stay in these roles or be a successful person within this this, this position, personally, is what my stance on it is, is try and focus on the positive, positive actions and also what you can do to make yourself better each and every day.
3: Let's just say, hypothetically, you were given the role as, I, I don't know, head of recruitment at the Premier League, and um, I guess and you're speaking to young coaches what would your ultimately what would your advice be to coaches of color black coaches asian coaches whatever they may be of how just to navigate the space and any obstacles they may face just the best way of tackling it. and how you, you've done
2: it yourself as well i'll say get a mentor get people you can speak to ask questions i've got Great network. I speak to quite a lot of people in football who I can ask questions. I'm going through times of hardship. How do I get through this? What would you do differently? Um, Look at their journey, see where maybe they've gone wrong, see how you can do it differently. So in that sense, there is a bit of a blueprint you can go by just because there's people within the sport who are of the same ethnicity or race um as you you can learn from but you can't you don't always have to learn from people from the same ethnicity or race you can learn from everyone within your roles people that are really successful really people have been years and years into football who've got that experience how to overcome adversity and turn it into a successful stint you have the ability to learn from others so i'd say get yourself a mentor speak to people be visible um ask questions if you're not sure test yourself put yourself in uncomfortable situations um be a positive role model as well we all have the ability to be a positive role model to someone someone's always younger than us we have the ability to to inspire them and galvanize them so my thing would be to learn from those that have come before you and um never stop asking questions always try and learn always try and do better than you did yesterday i think my saying is no one really cares what you've done yesterday. You see it in football. Football's like that. You've done something yesterday. Oh, great. Need to see it today. You need to achieve today. So always go in that mindset knowing that you need to put, put out the best version of yourself. So I say personally, ask people around you. Use your network to get better. Um, try and focus on the positives. There is negatives and negatives will always be there. They will always be there. But try and be positive. That's what I'd say to them.
3: Yeah, I love your mindset, Jamie. How you're always just like attempting. You clearly understand the position you have and how you're. You're not shying away from your responsibility. You almost like you enjoy the pressure in a weird way. From what I see, from just the brief period I've um, spoken to you and met you, I just think it's it's really refreshing. And I think we need more people like yourself in football in these sort of positions. And yeah, like. As um, Vieira said, while there is uh, there is still that lack of connection, people like yourself, even people like Vieira, um, hopefully people like us, we you have to get past that initial uncomfortableness, uneasiness, and then hopefully we, we can be the first of many. And we're not here because of a diversity quota. We want to be here on merit. Patrick Vieira has proved that. You have pro- proved that yourself as well. And I think, yeah the future, hopefully with
2: people like us, people like yourself, people like Petro looking bright. Definitely. I think be yourself as well. I think people get into positions and think they have to change. And yes, you have to adapt to any situation you're in just because you may have more responsibility, but be yourself as well. Be the person that got you there, but also remember that you need to maybe up the levels just because it's bigger responsibility. So you need to learn more, educate yourself more, speak to more people, speak to different people as well. Open up your network, speak to different people. That's why for me, I'll always be the same. I'll always do things. People ask me, do you want to do this? I'll always do it. That's, I've always been like that. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not one of these people that gets to a position is like, no, I'm not doing that no more. If I can do it, I will do it 100% because I know At one stage, I was in that position as well. I was asking, can I do... And and you have to give back. That's how you give back. There's no point getting into these positions not to give back. So for me, it's about inspiring others, sharing best practices, giving advice, knowledge, sharing knowledge. And once you do that, the whole community and the whole industry will become a better
0: place. All right, great. That was very insightful. Thank you for having this conversation with us. We really appreciate it. Um, that's another episode of Beyond the Pond and the Books. Again, thank you, Jamie, Fulham FC for coming and joining us. We really do appreciate it. And yeah, guys, tune in next week. We'll be back with some more.